0: I watched a lot of movies. I know what I'm doing. Oh. What's that thing? Go big or go home. I feel like I'm being threatened with a good time. Woo-hoo! I am driving. Oh,
1: oh, oh, oh! Why are you so handsome? My dad was a weatherman.
0: I want a new start for me and my son. It's time to start a new chapter. Love, this is it just a word? It's how you show up. Sometimes things don't go the way you plan. I'm not the one who's causing all the damage around here.
1: The only way we're going to change Chicago is if we do it from the inside. It's The Last Stand, and here is your host... Brian Custer. That's right. It is the last day, and I'm Brian Custer. We bring you the biggest names in the sport. You know, my guest today is a special one. I'm not going to lie. Former Olympian, former three-division world champion, now, like, a successful TV broadcaster. <laughs> it just so happened to be my colleague as well. Abner Mars joins us here on the last day. What's up, what's my man? What's going on? BC, what's going on? <laughs> How bro? are you? Man, that was a great introduction. Hey, bro. That just made me feel a a some type of way. I'm <laughs> speaking facts. Speaking facts. Uh, yes, so let's get right to it because in September you're coming back to the ring. Yes. Miguel Flores, mm-hmm. uh, you're facing. It will be your first fight in three years. Um, let me just ask you the million-dollar question. Right, I'm ready for that. Abs, why? Why? <laughs> why? why do? How did I know this was coming, <laughs> man? And you know that
0: is the million-dollar question because that's the most common question that I get. You yeah. know, Why? Well, what? What are the reasons? And basically, yeah, just the big all-capital all-caps why? And there's a simple and really, um, really short answer. Why not? Why not? You know what I'm saying? And the reason for that and being so straightforward with it is because if you look at, you know, people that had injuries in sports or any type of, you know, thing that, you know, they love and they can't do it anymore. And then they're given a the second opportunity. I'm sure any, anyone you ask, they'll say, yeah, they'll take it because this that's my passion. That's what I love. And me giving me being that this another opportunity that I'm getting. And I feel that my body is good. I feel that I'm in the right position, right time to come back and and, and test the waters mm-hmm. because that's really what I'm doing in this fight. I'm, I'm gonna go out there, test the waters again. I'm like a new man, you know, it's like a debut fight and see how I feel. And this d- depending on that fight, it will, um, it will really determine whether or not I will continue as in two or three more fights. Mm-hmm. But this is just a comeback fight. And the answer is why not? I get an opportunity, and I'm going for it.
1: So let me play devil's advocate because I already see how a great family guy you are. All right. Beautiful daughter, right. right? And and you're right. You you talked about uh, your body and things, in it, but it's your eyesight, right? And that's something precious. Yes. And, and you want to cherish that. I mean, you, you could you could put that at jeopardy. I,
0: I, yes. You know what? I, I got asked that question recently as well. Not just so much the eyesight, like, you know, the health. Like, man, it's a risk going going inside the ring. Why take that risk? And you know what my answer was? Like, it's more risk now living in this world hmm. than it, it is to step in the ring. Hmm. We're seeing it every day. Shootings, uh, massacres. Like, mm-hmm. it's crazy. It's a tough world we live in. So believe me, stepping in the ring is the easiest thing right now. Mm. So um, for me, it's just another challenge. Um, I'm gonna be uh, honest, this is my second time. Well, basically, yeah, second opportunity. Well, third, because I did have a detached retina back in 2008, 2008. Mm -hmm. and this is my second detached retina. Mm. So I, I know how it goes. I know the risk. And I was able to make a career out of that, BC. After 2008, all the way to 2018, I made a career, uh, three-division, four-time world champion with the detachment of uh, the retina. So now you're telling me that, oh, you can't come back. Yes, I can, and Mm -hmm. I proved it, you Mm -hmm. know? I became a uh, division world champion, and now with this, obviously I'm being straightforward with not just you, the whole public. I'm not trying to make a career anymore. I'm just coming back for just... For gratitude, you know, to enjoy it. I'm. This is not my job. If you tell me right now, Abner, is boxing your job. Nah, my, my job right now is being a broadcaster on a show. That's my job. This, this is just a hobby right now, yeah, boxing. Yeah.
1: So I'm just, I'm just gonna enjoy it, every second, every moment of it. So in other words, you, you want if my career is going to end, I want it to end my way. Exactly. I it should it.
0: be like that for everyone. I mean, not everyone gets that opportunity. Right. And I'm giving that opportunity, so I wanna
1: end it like that. Mm. And, and what about seeing punches? Because like you say, you had a det- ret- right. retina for one eye, but right. then you get it in the other right. eye. What about seeing the punches? That's
0: that's a fair question and a good question. And the answer for that is uh, the eyesight is good. Okay. Um, and I wouldn't be fighting other than, you know, without a license. No one can not just come in and, hey, I wanna fight. Yeah. I didn't just wake up one morning and said, hey, I'm, I'm going for it, no. I had to go through these uh, procedures with the California Commission. See, I saw three different doctors. Uh, I got my eye exam from, with all types of machines. Like I went through a lot. I went through it. And it was um, a committee that like they, we had a, you know, it was during the pandemic. We had to sit down through Zoom. It was like chairman from, you know, from everywhere, doctors to get an approval. And, and at the end, and the foster was like, you know, all in favor of Abner getting his license. It was a unanimous decision. Hmm. Everyone raised their hand. They said, well, I don't see why not. Hmm. And the number one was the doctor, the two doctors that saw me was like, I don't see why not. And I'm going to tell you, my eyesight is not the best from here to like, you know, a distance. But I can see you. Yeah, I can see you. But try throwing a punch, <laughs> I will block that <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm saying is that you know people think that you need like crazy eyesight. Yeah. No, as long as I can see my opponent in front yeah. of me, you know reflexes, all that, you know, I'm I'm good. W- what was the discussion like with the wife? Um, and <laughs> that's a that's another good question. <laughs> and I'm gonna be a, 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 an honest man. Yeah. She don't want me to fight. Yeah, my wife doesn't want me to fight. My kids don't want me to fight, but. They need to understand that it's it's not at this moment. It's not before I used to do it for them. Yeah. Before I was like, "Babe, I'm working for you. I'm I'm, I'm getting paid. I'm a, it's, it's a job. You know, we're gonna make a, a living out of this." And then we have, and we're 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 good we're good. Mm-hmm. You know, we're good. We're blessed. Thank mm-hmm. God. You know, I accomplished a lot, and you know, I made some really smart decisions. But now it's not. I'm sorry. It sounds bad, but it's not about them. It's mm-hmm. about me. Mm-hmm. It's, it's what I want, and I I, I want to come back, and I wanna I wanna get that feeling again. And you know you know how it is, man. Yeah. Behind the mic, yeah. calling the fights, and I'm like, man, that could be me, yeah. you know. And here I am getting another opportunity. And I'm going for it.
1: Um, so I was reading uh, about your comeback, yes. and, and you made this you made this uh, this quote. I know everyone quote. I know everyone is used to seeing me suited and booted on TV, <laughs> talking about the beautiful sport of boxing. But let me remind everyone, I'm a bad motherfucker in the ring. <laughs> and on September 4th, the world is going to remember what they missed. Tell me, There, there was some passion behind that statement. Tell there me was. about that.
0: And it's, it's so funny because uh, I literally said that as I woke up one morning because my publicist, Hannah Bolt, shout out to Hannah. She hit me up and was like, ever? Because she didn't even know, is it true you're coming back? I'm like, yeah, bad motherfuckers back. That was the first (laughs) thing I said. I swear to God. And she starts laughing. It was like, oh, we gotta use that as a quote. I'm like, I'm I'm dead serious. Like, because I I know how good I was. I know, you know, the 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 love and the passion that I put in the sport. And I always gave my heart out, you know, when it comes to fighting. And I always left in out in the ring. Win or lose, there were always exciting fights. So people never were disappointed to watch an Abermars fight. So, you know, I'm back. I'm yeah. back, baby. And uh. and once I, uh, I, I published it, once I put it up on, on, on social media, people went crazy. I mean, you had mixed emotions, obviously. Right. People going crazy, like, man, I've been waiting for this day my whole life. And other people was like, yo, why, champ? No, don't do it. You know, I get it. I And I don't judge anyone. It's, everybody's entitled to an opinion. Correct? So, um... They're all welcome, but if I were to be that person to just take whatever people said, if they said, I can't,
1: then I shouldn't. Mm -hmm. No. I know I can, and I am. Mm -hmm. Got it, got it, got it. Um, Last time we saw you fight, uh, 2018, right? You took Mm -hmm. on Leo Santa Cruz. I remember we did that fight, the rematch there in L.A. Uh, Is it feasible that after three years away, you'll be in top shape? Uh, have the timing to compete at the elite level?
0: Not now, and that's me being honest. Uh, as far as I, I don't, I don't think so yet. And this fight will show. I think it's easy to get in conditioning. That's, I mean, it's, I mean, easy because I put in the work, yeah. you know. But it's easy to go in there and train. I've been training already for a couple of months, you know, say three, four months that you get into training. The condition is going to be good. Uh, timing, you could get it. It's just uh, your body. Mm. Everything's body. I mean, I could put my my body to training. Uh, You know, I could just be ready for a fight. But there is a time, you know, we all have that time that our body says, hey, it's time. (laughs) Time to hang hang them up. So I still haven't felt that way. Um, I've sparred already. I felt good. Um, Hitting the bag, all that, you know, I felt good so far. So um, so I think it's... uh, I can't, I can't answer that unless you know. I, I go in there in the ring as a pro fighter uh, come September 4th and, and really see how my body reacts. But as far as now, the training is good.
1: Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Brian Custer, and our new podcast partner is Athletic Greens. You know, I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted more energy, and I got to say, I really love it. Uh, athletic Greens – It doesn't taste like it's super healthy. It has that really mild kind of tropical taste. And I'm telling you, you're going to like it. So what is Athletic Greens? But I'm going to tell you one delicious scoop of AG1. And you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. And it contains less than one gram of sugar. There are no GMOs and no nasty chemicals or artificial anything at all while still tasting good. And it supports better sleep quality, recovery time, and also supports your mental clarity and alertness. AG1 is a small micro habit of big benefits, and it's the one thing you can do every single day to take care of yourself. And it's lifestyle friendly. So uh, whether you eat keto, paleo, you're vegan, you're dairy-free, or gluten-free, and it costs you less than $3 a day. And additionally, for every purchase, uh, AG1 is donating to organizations to help get nutritious foods to kids in need. In fact, no kid hungry here in the U.S. Well, in 2020, Athletic Greens donated $1.2 million to kids. Now, look, we're going to make this thing simple because Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you've got to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash last stand. Again, athleticgreens.com slash last stand. Take ownership of your health and get yourself athletic greens. So you, you, you kind of, you mentioned this. I remember uh, 2008, um, you, su- you suffer a detached retina, right? right? Then in 2019, you nineteen, you're, I mean, you're basically getting ready to fight the biggest fight of your life in Tank Davis. Mm. And I, if, I think it was maybe the week of the fight. You had it was out. the week of the fight. Week yeah. of the fight. Because you, you suffer a detached retina uh, in your right eye and you said you did it during Spartan. Do you remember? During Spartan, yes, I do remember. Talk, talk to me yeah. about that day.
0: So, yeah, man, I was getting ready for that fight, which uh, that would have been a great fight to this day. <laughs> People were like, man, that, we were waiting for that fight. And this is Tank Davis that was barely starting his career. Yeah. You know, he, he was he was already someone, you know, yeah. starting to make noise, basically. And I was going to be his toughest fighter, you know, to mm-hmm. date uh, in 2019. And it was going to be a good fight. I was... 100% ready, man. I, I was ready to to put him, um, you know, uh, put up a good fight and, you know, come up victorious. But unfortunately, you know, the detachment came. Um, I do remember it was the sparring session. Uh, I was sparring lefty, and he hit me right in the eye socket. Mm. Like, I felt it. I felt the pressure. I'm mm. like, oh, shit. And uh, I backed up a little bit, and then I started seeing blurry. And, you know, I kept going out and telling my coach, that was a monday and then i sparred again on wednesday and then i sparred again on friday and then the vision kept getting less and less and i uh, you know what i told my wife i didn't tell my coach it was the week of the fight i had already done my my eye before the uh the uh
1: the eye exam the eye exam I-XM. i had
0: done my eye I- exam already um so uh i tell my wife and like how about we just i just go for it you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying like my vision's still like somewhat okay yeah. like let me just go out and fight and after that we'll we'll We'll, we'll take care of the the, the, the yeah. problem, you know, the eye problem. She's like, no, babe, you can't do that. You know, you can't put your your, your eyesight in, in jeopardy, you know. Um, you got We got to cancel this. So, yeah, I went out and told the coach, hey, coach. And he's like, where how could you did tell me? Yeah. When did it happen? I'm like, yeah, I kind of explained to him. Like, all right, cool. So I went to go see my doctor. He yeah, had detached retina. Right and the way I, you know, I explained is because I've been through it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I'm like, yeah, detached retina. I'm like, hit it, coach. Tell me, I yeah. mean, uh, doc, what is it? Detached retina, right? And was like, yeah, detached retina. I am like, all right, cool. So same procedure as I did with the right eye. Yeah. I mean left eye. And um, you know, took some time. And believe it or not, I've been I've been I've been approved for early this year is when they approved me. Mm. Um, and uh, I was taking my time. I was taking my time, I was training, I was, you know. I wanted to be not just physically but mentally ready and get my family ready and the people close to me ready before it really got
1: announced. And I remember back at the time, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think initially it was like an elbow injury. Right. He didn't even want to say it was. Why is that? Uh, well,
0: just because of this. Uh. Um, I, I didn't want people to know because people tend to feel some type of way after. Like, oh, it's that type of injury. Uh. Oh, it's serious. Oh, he shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? So I I wanted to hide it. I was like, no, it was. I think it said elbow. Yeah, it was an elbow. Oh, it, I injured my elbow, and but it would have been weird for Abner not to to be out for four years. You know, two years, three years with an elbow injury. So I remember telling Mr. Al, you know what? How about I just come out and and tell the world? Yeah. You know what really happened.
1: Yeah. It's like let's do it. Did you Did you think your career was over?
0: I did. Yeah, I honestly did, and the reason for it because. Um, it's my second detachment, yeah. you know, that second uh, eye, eye problem. And I said, you know, nowhere in the world are they going to uh, allow me to to fight again. Um, no one's going to take me serious. Um, sure. And uh, yeah, I did. Honestly, um, it was a sad moment for myself mm-hmm. uh, because it was and it wasn't during the peak of my career, mm-hmm. um, to be honest. But it was a, during a good time. I yeah. could have made really good fights, yeah. really, really good fights. I uh, had a big name again. You know, I was going to fight Tank. And, you know, all that, you know, could have been good. Would have won that fight, could have kept going. Even if I would have been a close fight, you know, I had bigger fights. So, you know, all all that took a, you know, uh, a dump. And,
1: um, you know, everything
0: happens for a reason.
1: Why didn't, why do you think it didn't spiral downward for you? And the only reason why I say that is I remember when I talked with Sugar Ray Leonard and he talked about when he first got his. And he said he just... He was he was in a room, didn't want to come out. He yeah. was like, "My career's over." It's when he started drinking. Right. It was the first time he took drugs. Right. Why why do you think your 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 career didn't spiral downward? Damn. Well,
0: maybe because you guys don't know my story, you guys don't know what was behind. But I went through all that too. Yeah. I remember just you know crying, being in my room. I picked up drinking a lot. Wow. I drank almost every single day. Um, it was just bad, you know, bad moment for myself. And I remember my wife would tell me, babe, you got more to live. Like, there's more out there, you know. Um, and and I'm going to be honest with you. It wasn't until I picked up this gig with Showtime that really woke me up and said, hey, there's other things for you, Abner. You know, and this is a man that you know. Thank God, I made good money. Mm-hmm. I, ha- I have investment. I have property. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not like I was dying to come back and and get money. No, I was living good. But I, they just stopped me for f- from doing something that I loved in a really good time. So that's what hurt me the most. And yeah, it was it was just bad. It was just it got to a point that my kids thought that I didn't do anything for a living, mm. especially my youngest. You know, because obviously my oldest, she's 16 now. But my youngest she, she would come up to me and was like dad what do you do what do you do for a living like you know mom she's the one that makes the money mom's mm. doing this and like because you would just see me see me at home doing nothing you know like wow. just just throwing my life away like man and and it, it was sad and then you start losing friends the so-called friends that you were there and it's it's a funny thing because now that the fight got announced, you will not believe how many people everybody's back. Me. We're back, What's up? What's
1: going? <laughs> It's been a long time. Oh my God! But
0: I don't even judge these people yeah. no more. You know, you gotta be the mature person. I'm like, yeah, it was. Hey, thank you. Support me, man. Yeah. Here's the link. Buy your ticket. Right, you gotta, right exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yes, sir. But uh, you know, I went through it, man. I, wow. I, I went
1: through it, no doubt. Who, who when you look back on it, obviously you said the Showtime opportunity kind of pulled you. Out. But was there one certain person or that pulled you out and said, nah, bro, don't. This is a, a well, dead.
0: End. I, I you know, obviously, uh gotta thank God and, and my family, my wife, and and I gotta thank Mr. Al Heyman. Mm. Mr. Al was always there. Wow. Always there. Till this day. Imagine I've been and, and this is this is again, an honest man talking. I I ain't got no contract with Mr. Al. Yeah. That was just word, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's, he's that type of relationship, and I'm, I'm just so grateful with him. Um, you know, some people tell me say he's, he's a myth, he's a legend. Now he's real. Yeah. He's a real man, and he's a real human being. And man, I get emotional. He's he's helping a lot. He he uh, he helped me get through this, and he's always been there uh, supporting me. And uh, you know, he's given me another another opportunity, and I'm I'm just grateful. That's fantastic.
1: Um, I, I remember. Uh, Abner, you know, even covering your career when we had all your fights on, you had this really unprecedented run. When you look back on your career, especially in 2010, you won titles, three different weight divisions. I think over a total of five fights over a two year span, eight months to be exact. I mean, five fights, world titles, three different weight divisions. What was the proudest moment when you look back on the career, when you say, man, I was a bad motherfucker there. <laughs> what was your proudest moment when you look back? Um, All of it. All of it. Um,
0: everything you mentioned, because it was back to back to back to back, all these fights, you know, there was no pause in between. And um, the proud moment was that I proved a lot of people wrong, you know, doubters wrong. I was a young kid that... No one gave a penny for me, you know what I'm saying? I come from nothing. And I know this is a story you hear from all the fighters and you know, that's the truth. You know, I always say that boxing is a poor man's sport because you know, it doesn't take much to put on gloves and hit the bag and you see talent, and you go for it, you know? But it takes more than that, The heart too. Mm-hmm. And, um, and my proud moment is just be, uh, knowing that my family, my mom, my siblings, they're all proud of me. And not just that, I've been out for four years. I swear to God, there was not a day I would walk out to the street and say, well, champ, when you back? Champ, when you fighting again? Yo, champ, you're missed. So that is like, man, you know, so I know I did something right. Uh, If it was one person, two people, whatever I touched and then people were inspired with what I did, you know, I'm I'm blessed with that. And and I'm sorry, before you get to the next question about inspiring, this fight is also for those people that couldn't do or can't do anything because of an illness or an injury because I am fighting for all them. Imagine how many people wish they could get this opportunity, an opportunity to fight or do. I won't believe how many messages I get from people from, that had detachment. Is, Champ, man, my career is over. Champ, what what did you do differently? Champ, you know, how do you treat a detachment? Like, man, I ain't no expert, but you know, I've been through it and you know, I kind of guide them. I ain't gonna give no names, but there's been some, some fighters that, you know, told me about it, man, like. It's it's crazy, man. Detachment. Uh, you know, I plan on on talking more about this, man. But it takes you to a dark place, man. Mm. I've known people that have been through. Um, you know, de- you get through to depression. Yeah. You know, because there's some people that really lose their sight, like really can't see anything. Wow. And I've been blessed to uh, correct that. Um, and, and you know what helped me a lot was that that I took my time. Uh, Israel Vasquez, he didn't. He, I remember, and I know this story, he fought um, Marquez and he got the detachment of retina. He went back to the gym, he wanted to train, he wanted a rematch and he busted his eye again. Mm. You know, when I had my first detached retina, I waited a year. Second detached retina, I'm waiting four years. You know, I'm I'm not pressuring myself, you know what I'm saying? So it's not like, again, I got the same risk that most of these fighters have. You know, it's the same risk. My eye is good as far as uh, attachment and all. I've seen my doctor last week, and we laugh about it in a cool way. It's like, man, Admiral, you're, I'm going to be there. You know, like, people don't know that you, you good, you know? I know,
1: dog. <laughs> I That's know. fantastic. Um, so two years ago, you come to work with us at Showtime uh, calling the fights. What was that experience? And how has that experience right. gone? Was it like, this is fun have you gained a new insight into the sport or was it like man that should be me these dudes these dudes ain't even on my level what, what has no, that been like
0: man it was um it was intimidating yeah. it's really intimidating because I'm in a different world you know yeah. some new talking to a kid that didn't even graduate high school you know I see you guys use like Crazy words, big words. And I'm like, man, do I need to talk like that? Do I need to sound like that? And I got to thank my man right here, BC. Like, one of the first guys that will pull me out to the side, like, yo, champ, relax. Yeah. Stay calm, man. Yeah. Breathe. Just yeah. be yourself. Yeah, Don't be that guy. Like, hey, you know, right. like, don't be that. Remember? Right, that? Don't be that guy. Be Abner Mars, You know what I'm saying? And then Mo, Al, you know, the whole team yeah. that have been, you guys have been so welcoming, you know, and... um. But to answer your question, yeah, it was it was overwhelming. I, yeah. I felt really nervous Till this day. I still get nervous. On camera. We all do. And I always <laughs> say
1: this. If you're not nervous, as long as I've been in the business, if you want to have a twin, just a tinge of nervousness. And it's not like I'm scared. Right. It's just that that nervous. Like before a big yeah, fight. Exactly. Yeah. It's time to get out. Exactly. It's time to get out because mm-hmm. there's something
0: wrong. Um, but go, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> well, yeah, no, no, thank you all, oh, man. And um, I'm, 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 yeah, you're right about that. Even th- when they ask about fights, like, yo, champ, are you scared before a fight? I'm like, no, I'm nervous, yeah. but I ain't scared. I Same ain't scared. thing with this, like, yeah. I'm not scared, but I'm just nervous because yeah. I don't know what's going to happen, yeah. but but yeah, once that light, gonna come, the red light comes on, like, uh, it's on.
1: Boom. Now, do you see, and uh, even now that you've been in the ring, is, is it a different perspective? Because now it you've is. had the opportunity to see it, too, and things of that nature? And that's a, another good question.
0: And and I'm going to say it like this. It's not easy. People, I get it all the time. Oh, champ, that's what's up, man. I, I must. It must be easy because you box. I'm like... Yeah, it's in some way, but it's not easy because you got to put it in words yeah. for people to understand, understand what's yeah. going on in the ring. Mm-hmm. I can't, you know, I could just, get, like, you know, if I was chilling at home, talking about, man, he f***ed them up, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, right. yo, he throw <laughs> right, right. You know, you got to keep it professional, tell them yes. exactly what's going on, why he's doing this, why he's doing that, and, you know, what corrections he's got to make, stuff like that, and uh, and it's not easy. It's yeah. not easy, so, you know, I got to give it to them. You know, my guys, <laughs> my colleagues right now, it's not easy. And as a fighter, people, fighters, don't take it personal. If I'm talking about a all fight, right. a fight that's going on, something that you have to do correct yeah. the opponent's wrong, well. don't take it personal. Don't come out next, you know, right. like, yo, champ, why are you talking? No, I was like, you didn't look good, man. Yeah. That's, all, that's all it is, yeah. you know? So, yeah, because I had it already. And now I understand you guys. <laughs>
1: yeah, so <you're> just <laughs> you didn't pay for your opinions and how us- you see it. Absolutely. Um, so you're coming back at 130. How different of a fighter will you be at 130 in this version of Abner Morris from a skills per- perspective compared to the one we last saw?
0: You know what? A, a good example would be, obviously, in somewhat comparisons. And-, and the comparison is Langley Lara, mm. older man. He used to be a great boxer. Mm-hmm. He used to use the ring, the mm-hmm. entire ring. We saw him in his last two three fights. He sits on his punches. Mm-hmm. You gotta change it up. You know, your body's not the same. The age is not the same. You're a different admirer, different weight. So my answer to keep it short is, yeah, it's gonna be a different guy, but maybe better or something that you guys might like even more.
1: Mm -hmm. I love it. So you're fighting Miguel Flores, right? What should we expect?
0: Um, Tough fight. It's no easy fight, especially after four years, you know? Like, you know, I get that question too. Like, yo, you're probably taking an easy fight huh? because uh, you're coming back after right. a long layup. Like, nope, yeah. <laughs> it ain't no easy fight. So um, I expect a tough fight against Miguel Flores. He's got a lot of heart. He throws a lot of punches. Tough kid. He gave Leo Santa Cruz yeah. a run for his money as well. And, um, you know, I expect a really tough fight. Uh, uh, but at the same time, I feel like that my experience and, and the new Abner um, was surprised not only the crowd, but but him and, and, and so.
1: Okay, uh, Abner Mars, come to the last uh, segment of the show. We call it the last stand. I'm asking you serious questions. Just gonna be the first thing that comes All to your mind. Right. All right. For the longest time, it was always Abner or Leo Santa Cruz as who's the king of L.A. when it comes right. to boxing. Right. So right now, in your opinion, who's the king of L.A. when it comes to boxing?
0: Um, I gotta say that maybe Andy Reese. Mm. He's a big name okay. and he's from L.A. All right, I like yes, that. Sir.
1: All right, if if, if you suffer a loss right. in this fight against Flores, will you retire for good? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, who's the one fighter you've, you've always wanted to fight, but he got away? Tank Davis. Ah, about that. <laughs> Come on now. That fight was made already. So. <laughs> um, give me the one fighter still out there that you feel like. Man, I still need to fight this dude before I hang him up. Johnny
0: Gonzalez, the guy that gave gave me the KO. How about that? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because... um...
1: Where is Johnny Gonzalez I have no idea. Let's <laughs> go look for right. him, <laughs> can, we, a, can someone find Johnny Gonzalez for us?
0: And the reason I say that, because that was my first defeat. Yeah. First round knockout, yeah. man. Nobody was expecting it. Yeah, I, I wasn't even expecting it. I was like, yo, what's going I on? Know. How did I end up down here? But uh, I know why. I know the reasons. And I know I could beat him. And um, I think that's the one fight that uh, I would uh, want before my retirement.
1: Last but not least, will Abner Morris... In his return here, his second uh, chapter, become yes, a world champion
0: again. Oh man, that's a good question and a bad question too. And I'm gonna say like this because I, it's not in my mind right now. I'm not thinking about a championship. I'm, I'm not thinking about a long run. I'm thinking about the fight uh. itself right now. So. To me, that's a championship fight because I'm fighting for, for a lot. Yeah. You know, more than just physical. I'm fighting for a lot. So after this fight and and and, and that's it, and maybe one more. And to me and myself and, and many other people, I'll be a world champion my, the rest of my life. Yeah. So I don't need a title, man.
1: Well, listen, you know, as you know, especially when you get in on the media side of it, you know, you, you, right. you got to be unbiased here. I'm certainly gonna be biased when it comes to that fight you know what i mean i'm gonna be, be pulling from my guy thank you uh, man. you know how much i care about you and uh, i wish you never like like hey. you said hey you understand it's your life exactly. you want to do it you exactly. want to go out on your own terms and i understand that um uh, but listen here folks that's what we do here on the last stand we bring you the biggest names in the sport and i tell you what, even when it comes to the sport of boxing nothing getting any bigger than this guy here happening yeah. mars <laughs> thanks for watching everybody we'll see you again next week i watch a lot of movies i know what i'm doing
0: oh. what's that thing go big or go home i feel like i'm being threatened with a good time Woo-hoo! i am driving oh 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 Why are you so handsome?
1: My dad was a weatherman.
0: I want a new start for me and my son. It's time to start a new chapter. Love,
1: is it just a word? spy you show up. Sometimes things don't go the way you plan.
0: I'm not the one who's causing all the damage around here.
1: The only way we're going to change Chicago is if we do it from the inside. like